On today's show, Hi. for the first time in the history of the show, Howard sits down with some friends. I'm Monica. I'm Phoebe Buffay. I'm gal pal Rachel Green. As we welcome Jennifer Aniston, Lisa Kudrow, and Courtney Cox. Welcome to the real world. It sucks. You're going to love it. This really does put me in a better mood. We did have fun, didn't we? We did. Once in a while, Beth will say to me, okay, it's bang o'clock. She came up with the term bang o'clock. And I thought it was rather creative, and it inspired a song. And, uh, you know, I've been, I've been searching. have never about bang o'clock before? No, never. No, bang o'clock is recent. I mean, the term bang o'clock came about. I composed a song a while back that everybody liked yeah. for Beth. That was a big hit, but uh, this one's going to be even bigger. I, I, I feel it. Like David Crosby, I um, I'm in the present. You know, you're still making I'm, music. I'm still making music at my age. You know. <laughs> but, uh, I loved yesterday hearing about David in prison. I wanted to keep going. I mean, I would like to do seven hours of David Crosby in prison stories because. I can't even fathom what it must be like. Like, I think about sometimes, like, Bill Cosby's in prison. Harvey Weinstein's in prison. Uh, who else was I thinking about? But those are the two big names right now from, I mean, guys who are really on top of their game. And David Crosby was like, you know, Crosby stills Nash and Young. I mean, it's not many groups that are bigger than them. The, the album Deja Vu, there isn't one bad song on Deja Vu. It's so good. And those guys tour. They can have women. They can have money. They can have anything they want in life. And when the thought of David Crosby, who's such a gentle guy, locked up in prison. I just don't even know what that looks like. But uh, David talked about it yesterday here. Yeah, but, I mean, I need... he hooked up with a couple of big guys. Yeah, that's what I mean. But you want to know so much more. But you could tell at some point he was like, you know, hey, man... I don't like thinking about it. I, you know, you could see it really upsets him. But right, uh, but I wanted to know, you know, because I think of prison like 
Oz, that old uh, HBO yeah. show. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, like I mean, what? It, like, what is Bill Cosby's day? The guy is one of the most well-known personalities. I'm sure there are people there who still love him, and then there are people there who are disgusted because he was convicted of rape. Does um, he have to pay a lot of people? You think? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I know if I went to prison, I'd be broke because I'd have to pay everyone every 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but David was like, no, you know, I kept to myself. And But they, but the prison forced David to shave off his mustache. I bet that was humiliating because that's his thing, that mustache. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. always fiddling with that mustache. Yeah. The whole time you talk to him. And, I, and he was in for a full year. I mean, I know guys who have been in prison and did a full year. And they get fucked up in there for a year. I mean, it is really hard. It is not easy to have your freedom taken away. And you think, oh, a year, I can do it. Look at how people reacted to COVID. And they weren't really locked up. They were still in their homes. They went berserk. David was in solitary confinement for four months. Wow. That's supposed to be inhumane. I think I'd, I'd I'd rather be in solitary confinement. <laughs> I don't yeah, I mean I don't. <laughs> it's not like I'm hungering to hang with other prisoners. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I, mean, I could get it? along without doing that. Yeah. You know, David had a drug problem. He wasn't like a criminal. Like he wasn't. You know, he. I don't think he really wanted to schmooze with a guy who was in for armed robbery. Yeah. What are you in for? Yeah. Exactly. That's always well, the mean, worst question. <laughs> Yeah. Meanwhile, David's going to be 80 in August. I really That's I amazing when he said that. I was like, "Wow." He had invited me. I was I got into this a little bit yesterday, but he invited me to go see this um documentary they did on him. And and it was on Long Island where I live and and uh he said, would you come see the documentary? You know, he wanted to have some celebrities there and things. And he wanted to show it to people he liked. And he knew I lived on Long Island. So I was like, hey, you want to come see my this documentary on me? It's not like any other documentary. It's really honest. It's not bullshit. I talk about everything. So I was like, yeah, because I'm fascinated by Crosby, Stills, Nash, David. So I go and David comes in and they start the thing. And immediately they're talking about David's health problems. Like that Dave, you know, it was really depressing because it was like look david suffers from three major illnesses diabetes um liver failure he had to have a liver transplant and he was basically saying i forget what the third one was but it was uh, bad it was a heart condition heart, wasn't it? heart stents yeah. were in and he says look yeah. i'm dying and i'm you know i'm gonna die and he was sitting in front of me and um, he was sitting with his wife and he was awfully quiet. I was just watching the back of his head and his head started to kind of like drift. Maybe he closed, you know, he probably seen the documentary 97 times. So he was like, I don't know if he nodded off or, you know, I mean, slept, not nodded off, but I, I don't know what was going on. But I said to my wife, I think David just died. She <laughs> goes, what do you mean? I go, you know, cause I was being influenced by the movie. I said, right. look at me. I don't think he's breathing and he hasn't moved. I think he died during the premiere. Because the movie makes it seem like his death is imminent. I imminent, mean, like yeah. any second. So I leaned over to check to see if he was breathing. <laughs> How do you do crazy. that in a movie theater? Well, I, you know, when the really bright scenes come on, you can kind of see what's going on. So uh -huh. I kind of, 
I kind of moved forward just to see if his belly was moving and ah, stuff. Okay. And it, and it was. Because Beth was already up getting a defibrillator, which she knows how to operate. <laughs> she almost shocked him. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was going to hit him with those electric paddles. See ya. <laughs> He'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? I go, I don't know. Just I thought you died. back, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't gone, asshole. <laughs> oh, man. But it did but, seem like he was a lot thicker from the yeah. documentary and that he didn't have much longer. This was almost like a goodbye. Yeah, it was a goodbye, and it was really depressing because he was like, um, I can't tour right now, and it's the only way I can make money. And I'm, I'm not, and the bank is about to take away my house because I can't make the payments. And I went, holy fuck, David Crosby, one of the most successful rock stars in the world, doesn't have any money. I didn't know he still had his publishing. So, you know, when he when he was on yesterday and he said, I sold my uh, publishing to Irving Azoff. Uh, and, he, and he goes, yeah, I'm fine now financially. I've got more money than I need. You know, I was like, oh. Of course, there's got to be a way that David Crosby has some money. Can make money, yes. Yeah. But. And he's right. A lot of people are doing that, even if they don't need the money. I think right. a lot of people are just saying, you know, let me do that and get this out of my hands and take the money now. Right. Makes sense. Than, you know, people squabbling about it when I'm gone. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Totally makes sense. You know. What's he going to do with the money when he's dead? I was reading the list because he said a lot of people had done it. And I yeah. found this list. Yeah, Bob and, Dylan. Uh, not only Bob Dylan, Ricky Sambora. People you wouldn't think of. The Killers. That's a regular, relatively, you know, it's a band yeah. that's still working today. And they've sold their publishing uh, up to now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Chrissy Hind. Um, the guy from the Eurythmics. Uh, Dave Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, interesting people have done that. Uh, Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, Fleet, Stevie Mick Nicks. Fleetwood. I think everybody in, Mick, in Fleetwood Mac sold everything they had. Well, Stevie Nicks must have made a fortune when she sold her catalog because I mean, oh, she think did, all I'm the sure. hits. Yeah. Any of those guys. And then, uh, I don't know. I think David, because when I was researching, the rumor was he got between a hundred and two hundred million dollars. If you can imagine, yeah, they that. said that the amount was undisclosed by his name, mm. so I didn't get a fee on a a, ta a total on him. A tote estimates were a hundred to two hundred million dollars. So good, I'm That's glad. Great, I, yeah, I was I mean, hoping it was a good payday. Uh, David was in prison because he ran from a court ordered rehab. A drug dealer got him a single-engine plane to fly across the country to Florida. It took three days. He hid on his Great old broken-down yeah. He hid on his old broken-down boat before turning himself in in a local FBI office. Oy. Stevie next reportedly got a hundred million. Yeah, I wow. think uh, Bob Dylan got the big payday. Yeah, he got like four hundred fifty million or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm crazy, but I guess I would pay more for Stevie Nicks' catalog. But that's me. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that works, but these guys who know what they're doing, they buy these catalogs and they work them to death. They put them in commercials. They know how to. They know how to make money with these catalogs more than the artists do. Right. Um, I mean, but yeah. the artists have been making money that way, sort of. But you know, they're kind of restrictive and they don't have access to all of these uh, advertising agencies, movies, and so forth that you can put your music in. 
Uh, a lot of people wrote us, David Crosby, saying how he lives for today and not in the past really hits home. His interview was insightful. David had no reluctance to talk about his past relationships and setbacks. It was quite refreshing. It really is refreshing. I think that every celebrity who is interviewed could really learn from David Crosby. He has no like filter in terms of, oh, I'm embarrassed to talk about prison. I'm embarrassed to talk about um, fucking up with Crosby, Stills, and Nash. He goes, I'll talk to you about anything. He doesn't care. And it really sets you free, I think. David Crosby is the best Stern Show interview of the year. From what you've played so far, his album sounds fantastic. It gave me chills. Yeah, really good album. Uh, really loving the music. Really loving. Really loving two of my favorites chatting this morning. David Crosby and Howard. No one is a better interviewer. Thank you, Howard. And blah blah blah. Okay. I was at a cemetery on Tuesday visiting my mom and listening to the show Howard had on David Crosby, and they were discussing death. I was reminded once again of how important time is. Great interview between two great people. Good. Okay. He also said that he has realized that when you get to a point where you know it's the end of your life, it's important to make every moment count. Yep. Yeah, I said to David, I go, you know, what's sad to me is like if one of you guys dies, like, you know, like I said to him, would you go to Graham Nash's funeral? And I got the vibe he wouldn't. Well, he's very upset with Graham, which was surprising to me. Yeah. It's usually everybody's upset with him. And so and yeah, be... he was like, no, I don't think so, because he's upset with him. Right. Hmm. Sad. On uh, Tuesday's show yesterday, Ronnie gave a listener a tip on how to shave his ass and balls. The fans are amazed that Ronnie is still so sexual at his age. I kind of am, too, that like a guy in his 70s is shaving his balls. I mean, well, good for him. You know, that was the other thing. David said it was over for him, and he's like 80. You think that's it for Ronnie when he Ronnie gets takes better. Ronnie takes better care of himself than David did. David's got a lot of conditions. Ronnie didn't have any conditions, honestly. That's he's in pretty true. good shape. He watches his weight, so, you know, his dick still works <laughs> really well. I mean, he's fucking, I mean, I'm kind of shocked. I mean, my dick works pretty well, and Ronnie's dick seems to work incredibly well because... He's like set to go. He could go every day, Ronnie. That is true. Yeah, I don't know that I'm at that point. He's not storing things up. He can go. NFL, this is from the fans. NFL players have donated their brains to dementia studies. Ronnie should donate his balls to science when he passes. No (laughs) 70-year-old has as much testosterone as he does. Uh, They could keep his balls in a glass jar in the Smithsonian for future generations to marvel at. It is. It is. Pretty amazing. I have a theory with Ronnie and his libido. I I think Ronnie has very few interests other than sex. Uh, NASCAR and sex. That's his whole life. And I don't think, like, there isn't a minute in the day that goes by that he's not bored until he's having sex. So all he does all day is think about sex. Is wait for sex. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, if Ronnie's penis stopped working, I don't think there'd be much for him to live for. <laughs> I really mean that. I mean... I, like, for Ronnie, it's bang o'clock 24-7. I mean, he's ready to go. Like, the, the, he's just sitting around waiting for it. What, what 70-year-old man is consumed with shaving his balls and ass? Ronnie is a true anomaly. It's true. Uh, he probably didn't shave him when he was younger. He's gotten more involved with sex, I think, yeah. as he's aged. Well, Ronnie got famous late in life. He was he was really a hard-working limo driver, truck driver, had a bread route for a long time in his life. He was a very... Blue collar kind of guy worked hard, uh, but he was no ladies man. You know, <laughs> he was married all those years. 
And I don't think he saw this coming. And well, uh, I the... think that it's all your fault. It is. I, I blame myself for Ronnie's divorce. That's true. <laughs> I know it's me. Well, I Ronnie... just know that Ronnie found a new life. Yeah. When it's my you fault. started taking him to strip clubs. Ronnie worships me and does pretty much whatever I do. I knew when I got divorced, Ronnie would be divorced a year or two later. I knew it. Well, I didn't, a, I didn't think that. I think that once he got in in the swell of, you know, going to these clubs with you yes. and the whole the doors thrown wide open and the girls crawling all over him. Yeah, that was it. I I'm telling you, if Ronnie hadn't met me. Ronnie would have died a married man seven years ago. Okay, <laughs> I kept this guy going. He's still going because of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, trust me. This guy was on a road to early death. <laughs> right. Because he was miserable. You know, he was just kind of like, you know, and, and he even used to say to me, why can't I make appearances? You know, because he was with me over 30-something right. years. Uh, you know. I, but anyway, I took Ronnie under my wing, started bringing him to strip clubs. And I knew we were in for trouble because, like, when Ronnie would drive me to the strip club, he would get another driver to drive us to the strip right. club. Right. He That's also I knew. stopped working that day. Yes. Yeah. The day I stopped working, he stopped working. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, I look over, I go, oh, that's my limo driver in here. You know, with his pants off. I get home. Yeah, right. He was like, ah, oh, come on. But I always took Ron, Ron. I considered Ronnie a friend. We built a friendship, and I took him to the strip clubs. But I didn't know Ronnie would then work it into, like, a full-time thing. Like, Ronnie became the man. Ronnie... Started hanging out at the strip clubs almost every day. and the, became... That was where he, it was his cheers. He was yeah. there with his group every night, practice. Yeah, it was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I never, dun, dun, dun. It's like, Ronnie hung out. He knew all the strippers' names. All the strippers were told Ronnie was an owner of the club. Right. That, that drove it into a hyperdrive. Ronnie was suddenly like walking around like he owned the club, and Ronnie bought into it. He started to and believe he owned the club. He started calling himself by the club name. He gave himself right. that nickname. Scores I had business man. cards. He had business cards. Yeah, what was the business cards. card? What was your business card? <laughs> Special consultant. Right. <laughs> yeah. He put in his 10,000 hours in those strip clubs and became an expert. He really did. Uh, he would hang out at Lon punch, Lonnie, who ran the strip club. What is your day like? What the fuck was that? Hey, guy, guys, I'm on the air. Might might help not to do that. Yeah, it was me. Sorry. No, no problem, Fred. You do your thing. I'm trying to find the Prince theme. Yeah, but can you do it off the air? I was, but I thought I was anyway. Right. He does that a lot. Really. I think he gets jealous of Ronnie on the air and he wants to uh. get airtime. <laughs> a lot of people around here are jealous of Ronnie. Anyway, um, and I have the Fred will get it right. He's only been at it for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> the computer I'm using is way in the back. And uh, never mind, you don't want to hear it. No, no, I, I'm actually curious. The computer is in the back. That's right. Mrs. Rogers, it's in the back. <laughs> the computer, Robin. The computer's in the back. That explains everything. Yes, I understand now why that happened. <laughs> now, see, here's the deal. This is where the camera is. This is what I'm looking at. The computer that I'm using 
is way back there. So in or, in order for me to find stuff, I have to go way back here. Good. Okay. Yeah. And what's the, the problem that I have are down Hot. over here. So you've right. got like this triangle that isn't really a triangle. It's well, why don't you get together way, with the engine? Why don't you get together with the engineers and rework it? Uh, that supposedly is in the works, but uh, these things take time, and I'm not in control of what the engineers do. Oh come on! A, We've been in quarantine no, for studio, a year. The studio has been is in the process of being designed, but I'm not the guy who's designing it. Just move the computer closer to you, or turn your back to the camera. There's no room. All right, all right, okay, all right. There's anyway, no room. I knew you'd lose it. I knew you'd yeah, lose right. it. I'm going to lose it here. I'm going to lose it. So shit. <laughs> Still okay. in my airtime, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ron. <laughs> anyway, where was I in the story of Ronnie? Ronnie. So Ronnie starts hanging out with this guy Lonnie. Yes. You know, crazy. Everyone, and it was Ron, like and Ron, Lonnie tutored him. It was Lonnie and Ronnie. I mean, it even rhymed. And and uh, Lonnie took Ronnie under his wing. And and Ronnie would, like, Ronnie would say, yeah, last night I was over at Lonnie's apartment. I go, what? <laughs> You're at Lonnie's apartment? Yeah, yeah, man, we were hanging out. I go, what happened? Oh, all the girls came over. You know, and I was like, uh-oh. Fucking all the girls from the strip club came over to Lonnie's place? Yeah, 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 everyone was hanging out. Everyone. <laughs> I'm like, listen, this guy's fucking you Hefner all of a sudden. And this was blowing Ronnie's mind. I mean, this was Ronnie. I mean, Ronnie's, Ronnie's wet dream, his wildest dream came true. He's hanging out with some of the hottest girls in the country at Lonnie's place, partying with them. After hours. After hours. You know, Lonnie and Ronnie. And I'm like, ay vey. <laughs> and it got harder and harder even to get Ronnie to drive me. Soon Ronnie was only driving me in the morning. Yeah, and he was always putting together parties. Always. Hey, man, we haven't, been we haven't been there in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I used to be the guy who would have the parties over at Scores. Next thing you know, Ronnie's throwing parties at Scores, <laughs> and I'm not even invited. Yeah, you don't have to come. <laughs> like, I stopped going to Scores. I, like, kind of grew out of it. I was seeing Beth. I was like, you know what? I got to get my shit together. I can't go out and hang out with these girls. You know what goes down. It's not, it's not good for a relationship. So I'm out of the whole score scene. Now Ronnie becomes scores man. Yeah, you'd and think the next it thing would I know, go away, but it kept going. Next thing I know, guys on staff are going to Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie, I think we should have a bachelor party. Do you think he could arrange it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Next thing I know, Ronnie's in charge of the funny money instead of me. Call me. Call me. Call me. We'll see what we can do. I'll see if I can get it together over there. Tell me what days you're available. Next thing I know, Ronnie's in charge of scores. Yeah, all of a sudden used you to be, about parties you didn't even know were happening. Well, you know what it was? It started because I'd go to scores and talk about it on the air. So we started yeah. having, like, free parties over there. It was fucking awesome. And, uh, and we'd go in the afternoon. place would be closed down except for us. Running around in your underwear. Forget about right. it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Guys going berserk. And it was like, well, if Howard goes to scores, we all get to go. Soon, right. like with... My whole organization takes over, and soon I wasn't even going to scores, and there's parties going on, and I'm hearing about it the next day. Oh, I'd be walking through the hall sometimes listening to them be put together. Yeah. And the next thing I know, like, Ronnie's like, 
Yeah, I, I took JD over there. You know, he doesn't get a lot of girls, so I took him over. And, and next thing I know, it's like Ronnie and J and, and and Ronnie's corrupting some of the younger guys on staff. Not me, but right. Ronnie is. <laughs> Ronnie's like now the man who how old holds the gate, and it doesn't even make sense because. Lonnie used to throw the parties because I would talk about him on the air and scores would get advertising in a sense. You know, we were using one another. Ronnie all of a sudden was getting parties and there was no reason for them. It was making me mental. I'm there every Friday night. Yeah, I go over the Friday night's my night over there. (laughs) Oh, yeah, who was there? Oh, yeah, I ran into this one. I ran into, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got these new girls over there. I, I had to break them in. At one point, Ronnie hooked up Sal over at Scores where he was having lunch or Rick's Cabaret or whatever one it was. Yeah, Sal, it was Rick. Sal was having his lunch there once a week. Really? Yeah, you know. But, yeah, I I take responsibility. So Ronnie's whole life changed. And, of course, you know, marriage fell apart. uh, Next thing you know, he's, you know, he's like the man. Don't ask what was going on with him. It was amazing the transformation. He's he he's Ronnie now. He's the man. Then he got the Twitter account and the the scores. Uh, the, the the chick of the week. Don't ask. Well, he was doing the the tours. You know, they somehow figured out how to get out on the road. <laughs> and now it was all over the country. Yeah, <laughs> what's that? This was happening. When oh, you were doing your, your party. Ronnie Ronnie's party. Oh. Oh, the club openings you're talking about. Yeah, club opening. Yeah. Ronnie, ha- Ronnie has absolutely no charisma on stage. All he does is yell. And all of a sudden, now he's touring like a touring uh, comedian. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Let's hear it! I mean, it was wild. And then, and then, and then, uh, and then out of the blue one day, Ronnie shows up at, John Hines' daughter's bat mitzvah with a 20-year-old girl or something. I don't know how 24. old. 24. 24. Yeah, that was the first time we saw Stephanie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He sh- Ronnie shows up with a 24-year-old on his arm. <laughs> I thought she like, was, <laughs> you know, one of uh, the, the girl's friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop it. I mean, <laughs> now, you know, Ronnie's still the man. Moving to Vegas because he's got all these new friends and he's got... A fiance half his age. The party's still going. Yes, the party's still going. He's getting fucked in the ass. Don't ask what's going on over there. (laughs) What's wrong with that? I'm going to tell you something. This is the greatest show business story of all time. If you think, (laughs) I mean, no offense to Ronnie, but he, no one has ever achieved this much with so little sort of going on. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's unbelievable show business story. And he's got followers. I hey, had a I'm not writer putting play you on letter. I wrote that letter to you, man. That's what started it all. Yep. He knew what he was doing. He's no idiot. He's been in a movie with Adam Sandler. I know. Okay. Done several TV appearances. I, I said to someone the other day, because they were asking me about Ron, I said, it's like a real-life Forrest Gump. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, stop it. Like, I saw Forrest Gump. That, to me, was a great movie, but it was unbelievable. Like, you know, you just didn't believe it. Ronnie's the real deal. And I mean it as a compliment. He is a real-life Forrest Gump. Didn't he take a meeting with Howie Mandel about a oh, series yeah. for himself? Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to go redo strip clubs. 
Yep. He had a whole presentation he was doing with Howie. Yeah. And if I, you know, Howie can be annoying. And I was working with him on IEGT. I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a funny guy. But, uh, you know, there are times it's, he, he, he's a little too involved with you. Uh-huh. Like there was a point where I was dressing a certain way, John Barbados, and then Howie started wearing John You know, so everything was getting a little too cozy. And the next thing I know, I, I, Howie's uh, now with Ronnie pitching a new show. And I'm like, Howie, can't you do your th- Why, why are my, our worlds now enmeshed? Why are we one? <laughs> <laughs> I know we're on America's Got Talent together. But you're walking around with Ronnie. That's your idea for a show? But uh, what happened with that show? We're, we're <laughs> I don't know. They couldn't. I, I don't think they could get it bought. With, you know, advertisers supposedly <laughs> because it was about strip clubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know because it was the whole premise was like that other show that that guy goes in. He um, like the bars are falling apart or whatever, right. and he goes in and rebuilds them. And I think it's it all bar rescue it, or something. Yeah, like something yeah. like that. Yeah, and they were, we're going to do that with strip clubs. Ronnie was going to be the guy to go in and design the strip club, which is even an absurd. Pr- I even said to Howie, that's absurd. Ronnie doesn't know anything. He just knows how to fuck around with girls. He, th- he has nothing. Architecturally, Ronnie is, it, 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 there's nothing upstairs. What are you doing? Look, Ronnie would have been hired as consultant and have an earpiece in Ronnie's ear. Yeah, and I don't even I know. <laughs> I didn't even understand the whole concept of Ronnie as a consultant to strip clubs. <laughs> But he was, he had his card, and like, like he would come in and say, uh, this girl isn't good enough. And I mean, he was a the whole, you know, mocker. place, where are you getting your talent? You got to get better talent. True. Yeah. <laughs> it got, so I remember, let me see if I can pull up this tape. This is Ronnie yelling at girls at the Exotic Dance Awards. He was, uh, he's, you know, he's yelling at them because he, you know, th- th- he's an expert. It's time to get this shit started. Get up here and start dancing. Come on, girls. Monroe's girls. Yeah, Rick's Cabaret girls. Hustler Club. Penthouse. No bullshit. You don't see anything like this at the supermarket every day, do you? Want some shots? Out there, folks. Shots. Our next contestant. Some more hats. Hats. Yeah. Girls. A fucking maniac. Oh How old were you? That guy, guy was in his 60s, late 60s. Dude, that, was, that wasn't the Exotic Dance Awards. That was uh, what a was pool that? party. That was a pool, pool party, party contest. That was a pool party contest at uh, Hard Rock. Unbelievable. And, and Ronnie's talent is yelling. Like he yelled. <laughs> That's, That's his talent. Don't yeah. take that. And by the way, you're sitting by a pool at the Hard Rock. You really want to hear that? No, the pool was closed down for just uh, that whole party thing. Yeah, yeah, but you know what it is? It, you're sitting in your room. Maybe you want to take a nap. This oh, fucking stop. guy. Is it he's the down hard there rock? with the. Yeah, no, he's at the, the hard rock. Nobody he's on the microphone. The hard rock. <laughs> I took a nap at the hard rock. Well, that's you. I like my nap. <laughs> I don't need to hear you yelling down by the pool. Nobody, like takes, nobody takes. Nah, nobody takes. You're a, nap a lunatic. And what are you even yelling? I don't even know. Hats, girls, hats. Uh. Shots, yeah, well, we girls, get the girl, hats. We're getting the girls on stage. What was it about? Shots. Well, you know. <laughs> like one word. Like, you, you know. <laughs> Bossing them around. Had a good time. No, I mean, hey, I see you're having fun. 
One man, the, the man loves uh, the spotlight and he loves uh, performing. He does. Loves you know. the stage. I mean, you know, a lot of people get stage fright. A lot of people don't like standing up in front of people. Not Ronnie. Ronnie took to it oh, like a duck to water. Two drinks and forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I hold myself responsible. <laughs> you created this monster. Yeah, well, I did. I think th- there's a lot of people that agree with you on that. Yep. <laughs> oh, I know. Believe me, I know. I know I'm the one who gets blamed for Ronnie's, you know, behavior and whatever happened to Ronnie. Marriage, any, you know, what happened to Ronnie? He met me, and all of a sudden, I don't know. He, but you know, he 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 became a whole like ladies' man, like Hugh Hefner, like the founder of Playboy. Oh, it was the best because then we started having what was it? Those girls were called that used to come in uh, bikini girls. Yeah, and Ronnie would get them uh, outfitted. He'd have his rack of suits and tell them what to wear. But you know what's amazing about that, that you bring that up? Uh-huh. And it reminds me. I never asked Ronnie to do that. Like, like, <laughs> like Ronnie was supposed to be doing security in the hallway. <laughs> and the next thing you know, like, one of the guys would come and go, Ronnie's in the uh, green room picking up bikinis for the girls and advising them on what to wear. And I go, well, who asked him to do that? He's just doing it on his own. Like he, he I became didn't know so, that. yeah, he became so confident that like he would just stroll in there and go, don't wear that. Don't That's wear like, that. That, that. That doesn't make you look good. That makes your ass look saggy. He would say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Ronnie, and Ronnie taught me something very, you know, for guys who want to, uh, hook up with women. He taught me something. He's like, go in there and, and, and women will listen to you. It's weird. Like if they're insecure, they'll think, Oh, this guy's helping me. Yeah. Instead he of being a ledge. Tr- charge i guess he's yeah. in charge yeah you know to see some side beaver wouldn't be a bad idea oh you know like like, like <laughs> it's like a it's it like he yeah. what's with those granny panties <laughs> right right you really you some of the oh, girls you made them change yeah 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 definitely and i never asked him to walk into the green room and direct the women but he did he just so took fun. charge and they appreciate it. They would thank him. And then the next thing you know, they'd kiss him, Ronnie. Thank you, Ronnie. No problem. Now you yeah, look good. They, they would come out of the studio and you would be all happy the way they looked. And they would be, they'd come out and say, thank you. <laughs> Less scruff, more muff. Come on, honey. They would say, thank you. Meanwhile, I would have been happy if they walked in with a paper bag. I mean, uh, they were they were young, beautiful women. I mean, who cared? Got the right shoes for them to wear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he'd have a shoe thing. He knew, but he knew he, you know, it did look good. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, going on with the mail. God bless Ronnie. Keep those balls and ass fresh for your young bride to be. They're going to stink if you don't care for them in the Vegas heat. I thought that was Ooh, kind boy. of funny. Yeah. Please. By the way, Ronnie's advice uh, doesn't stop there. He recorded some new ass shaving tips. Oh, uh, this one is about helping you move your bowels. From Ronnie, you want to hear him? Sure. All right. This is uh, Ronnie. When did you record these? A while back. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Hey, it's Ronnie with a shaving your ass tip. 
first of all, the shit will fall out so much easier without all that hair back there. It would just plop right into the bowl. And then you almost could get turned on by the feeling of that smooth, clean, shaven asshole. If you're lucky, you might even get an asgasm. If you decided to get yourself off on your own, you could stick your finger in your ass. And it would be nice and clean. Smooth asshole sailing. <clears throat> what a voice he puts on, too. It's so I creepy. Know. I don't know what that voice is. Good morning, Carrie in Pennsylvania. What's on your mind? Howard, I want to tell you something. I cannot stand that old fucking geezer. You made him what he is today. I and did. he's a got a mop face. I don't know how. You know, I hope Stephanie shoves a fucking couch up his ass with that smooth <laughs> ass. Get the fuck out of here with that. Well, you know. How how, how yes. did he? How, he says when people come on, um, oh, yeah, nice interview because it's not him. He don't deserve any of what you gave him. He's got a bad attitude for everything that's been given him. For, go, go drive your bread truck, you fuck you. <laughs> um, can I ask you a question? Love the happy lady. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did your husband leave you? <laughs> no. Uh, my what? husband's in check. Just know that. And he ain't driving no bread truck either. In other words, <laughs> you're not letting him go to the strip club. I, I'll tell you what, uh, Carrie, you hit into something. Don't let your man go to the strip club. I'll tell you that. I mean... How dare him think that he can uh, do chick of the week or whatever? What the fuck kind of man shoves a couch up his ass, shaves his balls, and fucking has a mop hanging off his top lip? Well, you know, Ronnie, you do have a charm, but not on this woman. Carrie says, "No, uh, no please, she's she's disgusted she's with immune, you." Immune, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> she should be driving the bread truck. With that, yeah, noise, Ron, tied up in the back, motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse uh, me? What was that? I'd have you tied up in the back of that bread truck. Oh, okay. In other words, Carrie, you're sick of this kind of man, the man who uh, thinks he's all that. Is that your point? Absolutely. I, Absolutely. I don't think, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm all you. that. Yes. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, fuck you do. I hope, I hope Stephanie puts a pillow over your fucking face and over there in the heat. In the heat? You know, Carrie, I know how Ronnie's mind works. I know Ronnie many, many years. In some weird way, I I know somewhere in his mind right now, he's going, oh, this chick, Carrie, wants to fuck me so hard. Right. Oh, oh please. I, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? I think, she, yeah, I think you think she dude, wants to I fuck your brain. I would run to the dead. fucking hills if I ever saw this woman. You think she Is needs Is there a it? word for abusing old people? I'd never fuck him. <laughs> You know, Ronnie, don't you think if you were alone with her and got her a few drinks, you could seduce her? Be honest. No, no, I Come wouldn't on. even try. Really? First of all, she sounds like she's older than me, so I, I don't know. Maybe I am, but you're still an old geezer. Yeah, well, I'm an old geezer that tries to keep myself young, unlike you, obviously. By, sh by shaving your asshole? Okay. <laughs> 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 well, oh God. <laughs> I Carrie, think you, you could do better than that. And that poor, Carrie, poor, poor, poor woman you have. Uh, oh, too. yes, that oh. poor woman. She's so abused and everything else. Yes. Uh, Carrie, you, you sound like the kind of woman. I feel so bad for her. 
You, you sound like the kind of woman that could get Ronnie in line. I mean, like, if he was your husband, you could really straighten him out. You know what I mean? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I would, I would never be 10 feet near this lady. You don't know. She might be I'd very hot. I never let you transport near me. I don't do mop faces. <laughs> mop faces. I can imagine what your poor husband must go through. Mm-hmm. He knows his place. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm afraid of. Carrie, how's That's your sex life? with you. You don't know your place. I know Carrie, my I'm... place. Believe me. I found my place. <laughs> He's doing just fine. But, but Carrie, I know how Ronnie's mind works. Somewhere in his mind, he's saying to himself, oh, she's just jealous because her sex life is probably bad. How is your sex life? Dried up. Um, my, my sex life has dildos, but they don't go up a shaven ass. I'll tell you that right now. Right. So you have a healthy sex life with your husband. In other words, he still uh, is turned on by you, and uh, you're not mad at Ronnie because of that. Uh, she puts a gun to the no, guy's um, head. Sex has nothing to do with it. I think he. I, I think shoving stuff up his ass is his, his is his business, which is fucking freaky for a 80 year old man. No, I'm 80. Okay. You know what, Ron? But, uh, no, no offense, <laughs> but if I hadn't hired you, this would probably be your life. You'd probably be married to Carrie, honestly. And, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. And he right. fucking know his place. And I do right. know my place, okay? That's why I'm still here. Yeah, in the basement. That's where you should be, in the basement. I'm not in the basement, honey. I don't know where you keep thinking I'm in a fucking basement. <laughs> Looks like you're in a basement. All right. Well, Carrie, uh, obviously you have an issue with Ronnie and... Uh, um, well, yeah, take so, yeah, he needs to husband. chill out. When he yeah. gets there to Vegas, he needs to dunk his head under that pool and stay under for a good long time. Yeah, go uh, let your husband lot. out of the barn. You got your guy locked up in the barn. Let him out. I hear him screaming. You, you know, Ronnie. I a lot of women. A, a lot of women I know in your world. You know, you know all the hot chicks, but a lot of women do feel this way. Sometimes they feel you're a little bit. Um, too confident, cocky with your sex. You know what I mean? Oh, I, a lot sorry. of women do. Sorry yeah. about that, but that's how well, I stay we... young, pal. Right, right. Okay, Carrie. I didn't know a bad attitude kept you feeling young. Yeah, well, I don't have a bad attitude. I don't know where you're getting that from. You you don't? Huh. That's funny because everybody thinks you do. Who's Everybody. You fucking know everybody does all these. That must be you writing and saying that you're amazing and that you're a, a fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fucking see anybody okay. believing that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, Carrie, you know, you voiced it. Uh, Carrie represents the, the ladies out there who are not turned on by your Hugh Hefner type of. Uh, Dude, nobody, at, nobody asked her to be turned on. I didn't ask and, her to be turned on. I don't on give a shit. I don't give a shit what you fucking do, lady. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what you do. Just Go say no your... to my face. Go beat your husband in the barn. Obviously, that poor guy, that poor life. I should fucking take him under my wing, for God's sakes. That's what you deserve, a good beating. Tell, tell him to fucking That's call me. Kick I'll you get him the out air. of there. I'll you know, get him Harry, out of there. Ronnie, I'll hook him up with Ron... an 85-year-old. He'll be better off. <laughs> Carrie, if Ronnie hooks guy. up with your husband, it's over. I mean, Ronnie's going to take him to... Yes. Imagine, imagine listening to this shit every night. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Where's listen, he going to take him? The nursing home? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. 
Well, Carrie, uh, I know you're up in Pennsylvania, so I don't think Ronnie will be up there anytime soon. I think you're safe. And uh, Thank God. There's enough old people up here. <laughs> Marianne from Brooklyn wants to weigh in. What is it, Marianne? I want to say, uh, Carrie sounds so happy and upbeat. She's a pleasure. Howard, it was in Ronnie's DNA. He was started with hand job Connie. You just kept watering him and watering him, and now he blossomed like a peonies. I'm telling you, this has been in Ronnie's blood. Ronnie, don't listen to the haters, especially that woman. That's sounds blossoming. Than me. That's blossoming. Thank oh, you, you old bear calling a show. I'd rather shrivel up and fucking about die. And put Ronnie down. You Get wish you were Ronnie. Get out of here with that. You wish you were Ronnie. Wow, you have, you can't hold a candle, Ronnie. I'm all that weed right out of fucking dirt. Ronnie. How is you? Shut the fuck up. up. Nobody's talking to you. <laughs> That's well, Mary, Mary Ann from Brooklyn says Ronnie blossomed, Carrie. Yeah. Like what? It's back what blossoming. It? Blossoming. What I was pull that, that fucking weed had? right out of the dirt. And stomp it. You would. Mm. It's a weed to Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mary is on the phone. Still be in that bread truck. Mary is on the phone who agrees with Carrie. Yes, Mary. Oh. Thank you. Come on, Ronnie. Shovel washer dryer up, you ass. You will. That's right, baby. <laughs> now, Mary, you sound like an interesting woman. You don't like uh, Ronnie either? And you don't Either like what Ronnie, it. you don't like Ronnie talking about shaving his asshole, huh? No, oh, hold on, my husband just walked in. Get me my fucking breakfast now. All right, where were we? Hello? <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Uh, thank you, Carrie. Now, listen, Ron. Not every Mary and Carrie are not. Uh, they fans, do represent but... a portion of the audience. That's, That's right. fine with me. A big portion. <laughs> she's she's entitled. She's entitled to speak her opinion. Yes, James. Why? Thank in New Jersey. you. That's the most sensible thing you've said so far. What is it, James? Uh, go ahead in New Jersey. Yeah, can we get this fucking lady Carrie off these phones? Like, I I, I can't listen to this fucking lady. Oh, well, did you go to scores too, stupid? <laughs> no, Ronnie paid me to make this phone call. But, uh, yo, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, you're, you're the most annoying fucking lady in the world. That's my job. Holy you know shit. What? Uh, yeah. Carrie. Uh, I hope you and play, yes. Yes, Howard. I would like to send you as a gift a flat Ronnie so you can keep a, a Ronnie <laughs> in your house. Well, I do have a fire pit out back. I can use it. All right. Well, thank you, Carrie. And Carrie, of course, not a fan of Ronnie, isn't she? Listen, she's entitled to her opinion. But anyway, getting back to Ronnie uh, for a second, uh, here's a, a tip on the importance of upkeep in shaving your asshole. Oh. So here we go. This was recorded a while back. It's Ronnie the limo driver with a sexy shaving your ass tip. You, after you trim up and everything, and your girlfriend wants to lick your asshole, make sure she does it like that night, because she doesn't do it that night. She'll, you, she'll get stubble on her tongue. She, then she's not going to want to lick your asshole again. The asshole takes a lot of upkeep. Your asshole's like a lawn. It's got to be trimmed. The clean bunghole gets the kiss. All right. Wow. That's right.
Carrie's husband is on the phone. Yes, Carrie's husband. <laughs> Ronnie, save me. I'm in a well in a basement in rural Pennsylvania. Uh, Howard, please try to have your guys uh, trace my wife's call. Uh, <laughs> I want to go to strip clubs like Ronnie. My wife's got an ass like a Mack truck. I can't take it anymore. Uh, and Ronnie, well, please, go. if she calls back, don't don't piss her off too much. She's going to come downstairs. She's going to talk to me. I have a pounding headache. I can't hear it. Please, I can't right. take it well, anymore. There's help Carrie's me. husband who says he's in big trouble and needs Ronnie's help. Uh, finally, uh, here's the final tip. Ronnie tells you how you should shave your asshole. All, All right. right. Here you go. Final tip from Ronnie in the morning. Here's a sexy way to shave off your asshole tip. Make sure you go with the grain of your asshole. Otherwise, it could cut your asshole. Start out to shave and move in because you, you don't want to damage that starfish. The starfish points into your asshole, not out. Your asshole will be so clean, your girl will want to eat dinner off it. Bone asshole teeth. Wow. What? Bone asshole teeth. Like, I think oh, he's oh, I see. Bone, bone appetite. Bone, appetite. bone yeah. asshole teeth. Okay. Come on, Robin. Get with it. <laughs> A little slow on the uptake today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, some sort of tips on how to shave your asshole. I don't know that I'd know how to do it any better. I still don't understand how he does it, but... Uh, what's, what's so hard to understand? I don't get it. It just seems to me that it's such a sensitive area to be messing around with a shaver or a blade. Uh, and blindly. And yeah, like kind of just moving around in the area blindly is just insanity to me. But okay. I mean, you make sure you make sure you lather up really good. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. you, don't, you know, use some good, you know, shaving gel. I don't use Look, shaving cream because shaving cream to me doesn't seem to, uh, Really, really work good. It kind of like shaving cream doesn't last long. Like if you don't get to it right away, it kind of like dries up, and that's right. when you wind up cutting yourself. See, a shaving gel lasts; it stays on there while you know while you're playing around there, you know, trimming everything. How often do you do it? Once a week. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, I can't you imagine like... if you keep after it. You know, you don't. You know, it's like cutting your lawn out front. You know, you know what it's like once a week you keep after it it, it doesn't get you know doesn't you know what's me. weird no one in my house is sticking shit up my ass and and licking my asshole so i guess uh i i don't need to work on no, that but, area yeah yeah but still even even if you you know it, it's it's a hygienic thing for me i think mm. it's you know mm. well a wow. lot it's a lot more comfortable to me actually especially when you know when you take a dump and you're wiping your ass you get much cleaner too because <laughs> with the, all that hair back there, if you have hair, a lot of hair in your asshole, you know you don't you don't get all the remnants out when you're wiping your ass, even with like baby wipes. It's it's hard to get it all out. You know, this when way, you move to Vegas, if you get bored, you should open up like a like a um, an ass barber shop like <laughs> where people could go and, and Ronnie will shave you out. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I once read an article. They say most people spend a third of their life sleeping. Ronnie spends a third of his life on asshole keep, you know, upkeep. Upkeep. Where, upkeep. Balls also. Balls, balls also. Balls and ass. Don't forget Ryan. the balls. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, the same thing with the balls. I mean, if if you don't keep up with that, I mean, you know, it's it gets kind of gross. I mean, this is all new, Ronnie. I mean, you never shaved your asshole when, you know, before you met Stephanie. You know what I mean? Um. 
Yeah, you're probably right with that because who cared? Back in in the olden the olden days, girls were into hairy shit. Right. And I'm not into hairy shit anymore. Right. Just like guys, you know, guys also aren't into hairy pussy anymore. Right. All right. PJ, you know, you're on the going, if if you go back and look back in the day, like I'm sounding like Bobo now, but if you if you go back looking back in the day, like in the seventies and eighties, you know, even the Playboy chicks and you know penthouse chicks, they had big put you know big bushes. You don't see that shit no more. It's starting to come back hey, a little bit on. on you don't women. even see penthouse and Playboy anymore, right? Yeah, well, I'm even talking <laughs> about in porn. If you go, if you look yeah. at porn now, you know most of the chicks are shaved, but now if you look. It's starting to come back a little bit. Girls are starting I don't to like a little it. bit of... Oh, you, you don't? Know. No. I know what Ronnie's talking about. They, they, yeah. Like a lot of the porn now, some girls have like a little bit of... <laughs> <laughs> I fell off his some, chair. Something he's drowning. <laughs> uh, no, you, you'll, you'll put on a porn and make some girls are starting to like have like that, you know, like, the, like in the pubic area, they have a little square, and I don't even like that. A square. You know, like a or, little like a triangle, triangle, yeah. yeah, yeah, like a Hitler mustache. Uh, like PJ. rather than shave, they've trimmed. Yeah, yeah, not good. It's not a good look. PJ, you're on the air. Hey Howard, hey hey Robin, yo Ronnie, you got some fans, man. Fuck that lady, especially her voice, dude. If I was married to her, I would shoot myself, dude. I don't even know who's fucking her, bro. You're winning right now, dude. Seriously, like all right, you, PJ. I've been a fan for a long time. Thanks, Very man. good. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mildred's on the phone. She says Ronnie's right. Ron, Mildred, are you a fan of Ronnie? Yes. I wanted <laughs> to comment. He says that back in the day, people like women like hairy assholes on men. And it's true. <laughs> I love when they had dingleberries stuck in their ass. Uh, I pop them in my mouth like they were Werther's originals. <laughs> well, there you go, Ronnie. You were right. Back in the day, the women liked the hairy asshole. Yeah, they, you but go. you don't like it I anymore. Kept my cunt. I kept is- my cunt nice and hairy for the men that would come and fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a jungle down to, there. Howard, Howard. I used to floss my teeth with my husband's ass hair. <laughs> okay, honey. <laughs> uh, okay, AJ. Final question for Ronnie, and then I got to move on. And uh, the ladies from Friends will be talking yeah. with me. I'm excited about Good morning, that. Howard. Good morning, AJ. Hey, real quick, Ronnie. A uh, question for you. I uh, just want to know since. Seems like you've done just about everything, but is there anywhere that you draw the line with Stephanie in bed? Is there is there anything that you just just won't do? Is there any uh, sex act, Ronnie, that you won't perform? I mean, can you think of something that would like where the line is drawn? It seems like you've done just about everything imaginable. <laughs> so I just all right. Let's find out. out. What is it, Ronnie? I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not into that role play shit. That's not my thing. You know? Well, I think that's too creative for you. In other words, you don't know what to say. No, I know what to, I would know what to say. It's it just to me, it's just like stupid. I'm you not you can't it. get into it. No, it's just not my thing. 
Never well, was. you mean like if like if she pretends she's a schoolgirl and you're her uh, headmaster oh, or something? Yeah, you well, won't that, do? That, you know, she wants to dress up in an outfit and do that. That that's cool, but you know, um, you don't want to play the headmaster. You yeah, don't, I don't want to talk go to words like scripted shit. You know. Well, it's you ad lib. In other words, you pretend. Uh, you know. Well, we pre- yeah, we pretend. You know. I mean, like, we'll, like we'll watch porno. And we'll kind of like act out the same thing that they're doing, you know. We'll do that. Yeah, you mean the the action part? Yeah. Yeah. The fuck. That, you actually like act out? Well, no. We'll do the whole thing, like making out first, and then all that bullshit. And then, right, but there's know. no talking. You're not saying the dialogue. No, 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 no. Do you ever <laughs> actually just the? But actual in other action. words, do you yeah. ever talk dirty? Will you ever do that in bed, or you, that doesn't interest you? Yeah, we do that a little bit, but. I, we like doing the watching the porn movies better. We like that okay. better. Just watching and acting out the porn movies better. So AJ, there you have your answer. Ronnie doesn't like like play acting. He's not in an improv theater. He doesn't want to pretend that uh, let's say Stephanie is a patient and he's a doctor. Like that would be off the table. That's something he wouldn't do, right, Ron? All right. Right. All right. He's not going to waste his time. One more okay. question, Howard. If you got a second, is. Uh, okay. Is Beth open to anal? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Beth is uh, the greatest lover of all time. I'm very satisfied with her, and uh, I know she's got to be satisfied with me. Uh, she is open to anal. The other night she stuck um, uh, a big tomato in my ass. And, uh, <laughs> she's open to your anal. <laughs> she's open to my anal. <laughs> She's actually not open to my anal. Beth, I don't think Beth would mind me saying that she is not. I mean, it's not her thing. Let's put it that way, okay? And it's not my thing, really. So it's fine. What we do is just perfect. So well, that's, I'm not looking. That's not a, an everyday occurrence for me either. You know, it's right. just, um, that's a special occasion. It just happens, it happens. Yeah, and I think Barani has made it clear that a lot of times what he calls anal, he just takes his penis and rests it between Stephanie's cheeks. Right. And rubs back and forth. He doesn't actually go in. He uh, he uses it like um like a hot dog bun. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. And, You're the and, hot I'll dog. Tell you what? I mean, <laughs> it, it's fun. It really. It is, is fun. It doesn't it hurt fun. your penis and, to like you. You get enough friction back there. Like I mean, you don't get too much friction. Uh, because 